Welcome to another Solar Speaks. I'm managing editor Kathy Zip. Today I'm speaking with Raghu Balor, who co-founded Enphase Energy in 2006. He has more than 20 years of experience in the clean energy and high technology industries. So I'm excited to speak with him about his company and his thoughts on the solar market. So thanks for being here, Raghu. Thank you, Kathy. I'm looking forward to chatting with you. Likewise. So I always like to learn a little bit about people's backgrounds. So can you tell me what did you want to be when you were young and what brought you to solar? Absolutely. I grew up originally from India. I did my undergraduate degree there and then I came to the U.S. and did my graduate work here. Yeah, I grew up in a household of engineers. We always thought about how to build things and more importantly, always thought about, hey, there's always a better way to do something. It was an environment which, when I look back on it, was conducive to where we ended up. That's great to have a family that was really motivating right from the start. And all that hard work really has paid off because I realize Enphase is celebrating 10 years this year. Yes, this is our 10th year anniversary, yes. Well, congrats on that. So what, in your eyes, is the greatest success the company's had so far? You know, I think the greatest success... It starts with people, right? I think we have had a chance to work with some of the smartest and passionate and kind people. And I think that's really arguably one of the greatest successes. Plus, when you look back 10 years ago, solar was a very, very nascent industry. I think U.S. addressable market at that time was... (laughs) 150 megawatts, I think, maybe 200 megawatts, if that. These were pretty early days. Now, obviously, you know, the industry has grown on the shoulder of giants who've been in the industry, who've been working on solar for 30 years. But 10 years is still a pretty, pretty long time for solar. There was a lot of technology that had been infused into the module business, but we were one of the first to really bring what we consider as cutting-edge technology into the rest of the balance of system, which includes power conversion, communication, software, and all of that really intelligent and very smart systems. Now, of course, a lot of people do that. It's almost part of the course now. It's not like we invented it. We brought best practices from a number of other industries. My background's varied. And so we brought a lot of our expertise and knowledge to bear from the telecom industry in this clean tech. That's wonderful. 10 years is definitely a veteran in solar. It's wonderful to see how, how far your company has come. And you talked about embracing other types of technology. So storage is a very prominent subject right now, a big technology that everyone's talking about. So how has Enphase embraced solar plus storage? And how do you see storage as being important to solar going forward? I think about storage almost as an enabler for a broad, ubiquitous deployment of what I call smart distributed energy resources. For us to reach 50%, 75%, 100% penetration levels of renewable energy in the world, starting, say, with the U.S., we have to blend different enabling technologies. Solar has to become very, what I call, smart. What I mean by that is today, if you think about a lot of solar systems, and not end phase because that's how we architected from the very beginning, a lot of solar systems are simply attached, bolted onto the grid. In the long run, that, that's actually a liability. We have always believed that solar has to be fully integrated into the grid, and it's a very smart system. It's fully adaptive. People are investing in a 20-year asset, and when you're investing in a 20-year asset, it is unrealistic to think that this asset will not have to change its behavior over time. 
There are too many things changing, right? The grid is changing, load conditions, weather, tariffs are changing, policies are changing. So the system has to, to be completely adaptive. That's what we mean by a system that is not just attached to the grid, but fully integrated. It plays very well. It works seamlessly with the utilities themselves. So I see this transformation where you went to smart solar, and now when you bring storage into the picture, you just don't bring storage alone by itself. You bring load management. You bring this whole energy management solution. Really, that's what's transformative in my mind is you go from a integrated solar to an integrated distributed energy resource with incredible flexibility, functionality, and capabilities to not only do its core function, which is renewable energy deployment, but the same, do it in a manner that actually improves the reliability and the efficiency of the grid itself that it's integrated into. That's a great point, really just helping the grid function better. So along those lines, you mentioned it, inverters and solar technology are really increasingly being asked to perform more grid support functions. So how do you see microinverters helping support the grid? And are microinverters doing so in any way different than other types of inverters? Or is it kind of across the board? I think microinverters do it quite differently from string and central inverters. I think end-phase microinverters, I would argue, do it uniquely differently. It all comes back to fundamental architecture. When Martin and I started the company back in 2006, we always said everything in the long run moves to a distributed architecture. So a lot of technology proof points, existence proof from classic example of that is going from mainframes to, to your laptops, right? Distributed architecture means more and more intelligence gets pushed deeper and deeper into the network. The second guidepost that we operated off of was that you don't design just a piece of hardware. It's always a system. And fundamentally, the system consists of hardware, communications, and software. And software now lives in the cloud. But what's really interesting is that communication element that's part of the system is fully bidirectional, which means these distributed resources that are deep in the network can not only communicate back into the cloud, back into your servers, but the servers can back up individually down to the distributed energy resource. And then the third element of it was any hardware that we do design has to be fully software defined. What that means is that over time, this piece of hardware can change its behavior as operating conditions change. So we always had this fundamental belief that it's always a system, it's distributed, and it's fully adaptive. So when we think about the evolution, these architectural choices that we made 10 years ago start to pay off big dividends because today, just to give you a sense of scale, we have over 400,000 systems. We have shipped more than 11 million microinverters installed in 95 plus countries. All of these systems down to an individual microinverter are sending data back to Enphase. And they're sending data every five minutes in an asynchronous manner. Today, we manage and collect more than two terabytes of data every day. Wow. So we have this massive software infrastructure that we have built in the back end to support all this. In fact, if you look at the composition of the company, half of our engineering team is hardware and half of our engineering team is software. It's a classic Silicon Valley systems company. Look, because we are sitting on the grid, we have very good data on exactly how the utility is doing how the grid is doing at that point. We obviously monitor how the panel is doing, we monitor how the inverter is doing, but like I said, we also monitor how the grid is doing. Not only that, knowing how the grid is doing at that point, we can provide control functions 
at that point, which is the most important point to provide the control because that's where the grid has a certain behavior. So you monitor, you control. Oh, and by the way, we also do power conversion, but power conversion is just one of three things these smart systems are doing out there. Now, if you up-level that and you think about it on an aggregated basis, now you can provide network-level functions. Like, for example, assume that you have a bunch of uh, solar systems out there, may or may not have storage, and all those systems that have storage can respond to a command that says, hey, we need some capacity deployed on the network right now. And a dispatch can come from virtualized aggregated basis. We can, we can dispatch and say, provide support, provide services, provide capacity, etc. So you have now built out this massive network of very smart systems out there that can not only monitor, but also control. That's all very exciting. And I think it's really cool to look forward to a, a smarter future. Where do you see Enphase going next? You know, I think we are on a path that we are actually quite excited about. We have to be the best solar company in the world first, which means that we have to have the most compelling solar solution, most effective economically, highest reliability, best feature set, etc. But we also know that our vision goes beyond solar. So we have said, right, you know, our vision is around providing home energy solution and energy management in general which means that it's solar, storage, load management, providing grid services, etc., all wrapped around an energy management solution. It's, it's something that I see as almost a requirement if you want to see higher and higher levels of penetration of renewables. We also see that, obviously, as a very big business opportunity. Well, again, very exciting and, and very impressive where Enphase has come Raghu, it's been really a pleasure speaking with you. You're so exciting to, to listen to and very interesting stuff. So thanks so much. Absolutely. Thank you very much, Kathy. Nice talking to you. This has been another edition of Solar Speaks. Thanks for listening and please tune in next time. Mm-hmm.